It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is January 26, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Good, good. Did you get a chance to build a snowman yet? Well, we're working <laughs> on it, but I've got a, a worn-out snow shovel. Oh, you do? <laughs> All right. They're too bad those come with uh, warranties. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, you know, last week we had a really good show, and it's making people aware on, you know, who to go to when they need help. We had Jim uh, Golgard, president for the National Association for County Veteran Service Officers. What they do is actually work with the Department of Veterans Affairs and other nationally chartered veterans organizations to assure that veterans and their dependents receive the entitlements they deserve uh, for the sacrifices they endured. Uh, if you missed the live show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the American Heroes Network dot uh, And Bill, you know, uh, talking about the veterans, uh, the the these guys here that uh, the National Association for County Veteran Service Officers, they are the ones that you want to go to, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Help. Yeah, uh, they will help you. In fact, if you have a problem, they'll even go down with you to the VA. So, I mean, these are the people to use uh, as far as going to the VA and using um, uh, their advocate. I don't know. What do you think about that, Bill? Oh, oh, absolutely. They're very much involved. And just by the name identification, they're county veteran service officers. So they're right in the communities where the veterans are for the most part, and that is even into the uh, rural and remote uh, uh, communities around our country. That's true. That's very, very true. Now, Bill, you have something about the voices of veterans uh, and their journey in the appeal system. Uh, is that becoming a big problem? Well, it, 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 it is, and it has been uh, appealing a service-connected disability decision is a long, drawn-out, laborious process that many of our veterans and their families have to go through. Uh, you know, it's it's not unheard of that these these uh, uh, appeals can be at least five years or more, and the and the time and the uh, uh, the effort to, and the frustration takes a toll on our veterans' lives and their family. There's more to come with this. We're working on it. But just to, be, to make sure that everybody understands what is involved in this. So stay tuned. We will have more information to pass on to you about this report that's coming uh, out on the journey of veterans in the appeal system. Right. Well, Bill, when you were uh, the Deputy Secretary for the Veterans Administration in Maryland, did they have this problem, uh, or has it always been a problem? Oh, oh, oh absolutely. It's been a long drawn out. I mean, uh, we, we have come in contact with veterans 
uh, who've been 15 years in the in in the system. I, I mean, that's just unconscionable, but it's there. And uh, we this is the kind of information that there's a great void in our veterans community that uh, our, our veterans need to know about. All right. Well, we have a really good show for you today. Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Yeah, with honor, I'd like to introduce Charlene Johns. Charlene is the founder and president for Battle Buddy Info and the executive director of the nonprofit ministry Sunshine After Rain, which was founded in 1996. In 2013, after working with wounded service personnel and their families, Charlene developed an understanding of the difficulties transitions, uh, transitioning with catastrophic, life-altering injuries presented. The ministry developed a web-based resource directory www.battlebuddy.info designed by soldiers and their caregivers. The mounting statistics over 22 military suicides a day has kept her focus stateside fully committed to changing this world without the need of crossing the oceans. Charlene is the author of three books, A Good Reason to Go, the Chronicles of Her Missions, Adventures Around the World, Sunshine After Rain Poetry and Prose, Reflections of a Pilgrim's First Trip to the Holy Land, and her latest re- release, Powered to Move, The Mike King Story. Charlene, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Yes, welcome, Charlene. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the opportunity to share with your audience and listeners uh, what we're doing and how they can help and how we can help them. Mm-hmm. Now, tell us, Charlene, as far as getting involved, uh, I see that you probably didn't realize how many resources there were for veterans and caregivers, correct? <laughs> I, I actually, based on conversations that I started having in 2008, with uh, wounded military personnel and the caregivers, they just couldn't find any any help. They were facing a multitude of issues and problems, ranging from medical to financial to emotional to needs for their children. And it just seemed like there wasn't any help for them. And then when I started doing the research, uh, the National Resource Directory, which many people even in government offices don't know about, the National Resource Directory was created by the government. It lists over 220,000 resources <laughs> for military personnel. Now, the issue with that, um, you think, oh my gosh, that's fantastic. But I often explain what we do and how we are certainly very different from the National Resource Directory, is that it's like being handed a phone book in Chinese because the military culture that comes back into into making that transition to civilian life, it's a completely different culture. And so even though the people look the same, a lot of times they don't talk the same language. And by that I mean 
there is a very specific military language and you know being military men you know there's a lot of acronyms and FOBs and MOSs mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> things that civilians have no comprehension of understanding so there's a there's a communication gap that happens there so this phone book in chinese if a, a person's plumbing breaks down and they're living in a neighborhood uh, they can go to their neighbor and say, I mean, I'm, they can be all uh, excited and ex- be explaining the problem. And their neighbor, in an effort to help, hands them a phone book and is like, yeah, the help is there. But if you can't navigate or negotiate the information, it's really not worth the paper that it's printed on for the emerging crisis in your life. The other issue facing... Um, our military is uh, the the culture of suck it up, you're a soldier. You don't ask for help. You figure out a way to get through it. You figure out a way to do it, and you move on down the road. I mean, you're involved and you're part of a, a, a greater picture, and you can't be weak. And so by the time they're asking for assistance or the caregiver is looking for assistance, it is a 911 situation. Of course, 911 um, can't answer the, the problems that they're facing. 911 can't pay the electric bill. 911 can't, uh, you know... Uh, offer emotional support for a caregiver or uh, a military uh, member at that time. So they they start hitting the Internet. Well, if you type in emergency financial assistance for military, you'll come back with 16 million hits. Okay, well, how are you going to start navigating that? So that's really um, why we're so committed to try to be a filter and address some of those some of those problems and make it easier to easier to find the help because the help is there. Correct. You know, but you know us guys, we don't even ask for directions. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you know, I'm working on you. All right, but that's pretty cool. We've always considered uh, the caregivers, uh, you know, the silent heroes, uh, and and I think people need to understand uh, that they are the silent heroes. Um, and you'd have a basic. Uh, is it a blog resource? Uh, is that how how this is put together? Um, well, it started by my the actual founder. What is a caregiver? Jill Bossio. Her husband is a um, a disabled, now medically retired veteran, and she would just sit in the doctor's office and look for help and just sit and research and read web pages, uh, page after page after page, and um, pass that on just in a little printed format. Well, by the time the uh, her list made it to, to me, it was over 300 resources, and that was really the foundation that we started on. But our website does, I mean, as far as a blog is concerned, we do list other resources other than organizations. So it's not just a, a nonprofit or a government entity meeting a need. There's also what we call soft resources that they can read all about 
traumatic brain injury. They can read about post-traumatic stress. They can read about employment opportunities. They can read about traumatic brain injuries and, and have information on board because in a crisis, information is king. That's true. Uh, Knowing what the symptoms are, knowing how to recognize uh, suicidal ideations, knowing how to, um, knowing that personality changes or nightmares or those kind of um, symptoms that are presenting, it's a normal process. It normalizes that um, scenario for the caregiver, so it does offer them uh, an opportunity to find help with necess- out leaving home, so right. to speak. So, all right, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. Okay. And we'll come back. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Be sure to check them out. They're a dynamite organization. They are national. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Charlene. And uh, Bill, you had a question just before. Well, <clears throat> Uh, Gary, it's, it's it's really a follow-up comment to what Charlene uh, presented to us in the uh, in the first segment, and talking about caregivers. Charlene, if 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 we consider uh, close relatives such as a spouse as a caregiver, 
talk to us a little bit about how important that family member is as a caregiver, especially in a lot of cases, uh, veterans who have concerns don't normally come forward to talk about it. Uh, is there a, an important connection there? There is, and one of the just heartbreaking tragedies that I hear over and over and over again among the caregiver community is the isolation. So if they're dealing with a wounded military person, they, they don't feel like they can go out. They don't feel like they can leave. There's a safety issue. And so they get isolated. If they're not in a military community, which over 80% of uh, our soldiers that were deployed were National Guard and Reserve, so that means they weren't living in, on base. They weren't living in a military uh, community. So when they come back from deployment, they're back in their hometowns. They're not necessarily with their tribe of people, which leaves the caregivers to negotiate and navigate a, a bureaucracy called the VA that they have no comprehension of how to figure out how it works. There's no network of people in the community because they're just in, you know, small town USA. Um, those, those resources are not available to them. However, um, since the majority of caregivers tend to be females, Women can be quite resourceful. Again, I said earlier that our founder, she was a quite a resourceful woman in that she used her time while waiting in the VA for her husband's doctor's appointments. She used that time wisely to research, where can I find help for this? Where can I find help for that? And really um, committed to, to fi- not just finding help, for herself and her family, but also sharing that with all the, the caregivers that were coming uh, into the community where she was living uh, outside of Fort, Fort Sam. All right. Now, as far as uh, I noticed that you more or less cover the TBI and the PTS, uh, are there certain qualifications for a vet to come in and are you do you actually provide um uh caregiving for the veteran no no i mean now uh, again we are our tagline is we're the resource for resources so we um we office down at the veteran resource center in dallas which is just two blocks south of the dallas uh, veteran hospital but where we do provide assistance for homeless veterans that are coming in with a variety of, of uh, uh, resources uh, as we, you know, interface with them. But on a larger scale, uh, we try to uh, connect uh, veterans and the caregivers or active duty personnel and the caregivers with um, a hub where they can access that information easily, quickly, and if there's an application involved, then they can link directly to the application from our site. So it's, it's a wide range. Now, our um, military liaison, the, 
the uh, the other founder, uh, caregiver, the military liaison, and the, uh, our caregiver director, um, they were dealing with uh, issues of uh, TBI and PTS. So that was kind of close to their heart. And that's one of the um, main kind of impacts that this conflict has had in that community. However, our website has you know, everything from service dogs to employment opportunities to um, spiritual resources. There's just, a, you know, to camps for children of soldiers. There's fallen hero information on there. Um, again, we've tried to uh, cover as much you know, information that is useful and readily available. And we've also made it to where the the user, the end user, can write a review on an organization. So if an organization gives great assistance, they can write a review, a review about that. If an organization doesn't, you know, if there's an issue, they can write a review about that. And we've tried to address with nonprofit organizations that we list if there's something about their website that makes it difficult for a service member to navigate, we try to say, well, you, you know, your goal is to assist service members. You might think about not having loud music blaring when, you know, the website starts up because that, that impacts people with uh, PTS and TBI issues. So yes. those kind of things, again, being in the nonprofit world for 20 years, I have a full comprehension and understanding of it's about donor, you know, it's about money and running it and getting money for the programs and communicating why you need money. But the, if, if you're running a nonprofit and, and someone visits your website and all they see is the 15 reasons why they should donate, but no place where they can figure out how to get to the resources that you're providing, that's a problem. And that's encountered over and over and over and over again. Oh, definitely. That's, that is something else. How, how, how are you finding the communities? Are they starting to grasp um, the, uh, you know, about the veterans that needed help, the TBI, the PTS? Um, are they starting to understand it a little bit more, that it's something that does have to you know, bring to a stop? You know, they, they really, they really are. And the wonderful thing about the military community is when they can reconnect with other military members, boy, you know, it's like leave no soldier behind, leave nobody behind. They know how to take care of each other. But again, when they come back from deployment, you know, they're cut loose. And, I mean, they're like, okay, I'm out. I'm gone. Where do I sign? But that that transition process for them to just kind of be untethered uh, is, is so damaging because they don't know where to find the veterans in their community. It was one thing when people came back from uh, World War II and they went to VFWs and American Legions, and post-9-11 soldiers aren't going to 
American legions and VFWs like That's correct. The, the previous generations before them. They don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that is a huge communication uh, problem and a huge communication failing. Every military person that I meet, the, when they come into our office and ask for resources or call us or connect with us, you know, on email, first question I say is, have you connected with your county veteran service officer? <laughs> they have no I, I I have yet to meet with to encounter somebody that even knows what that is. Mm-hmm. So I have to go through a whole kind of education <clears throat> process of this is what they do, this is who they are, they're not the VA, they're not the government, they're the county and state, you know, and kind of really champion their champions because the, the county service office are champions for our veterans. They don't even right. know they're out there. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. I just want to remind everybody, last week we told you about the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel being accepted for inclusion on the National Department of Veterans Affairs online system. That means that thousands of Department of Veterans Affairs employees and veterans who have access to use the Department of Veterans Affairs computers will have access to the shows and programs made available from the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel. They are the nation's first online broadcast televised channel for veterans and their family members and the veteran service organizations that support them. One of the most important issues is that family members are in the most unique position to identify suicidal tendencies within a veteran or military member. Therefore, the VSP channel will be embarking upon a campaign to enlighten, educate, and inform the family members of their ability to identify symptoms that may help decrease veterans and military suicides. Make them aware what to look for and how to help when they spot something wrong. Remind them to be vigilant and how important it is with their observations that might be saving a life. Family involvement and reporting may be the key that allows an opportunity to begin dramatically reducing veteran and military suicides throughout the nation. Right now, they're looking for funding to complete five new episodes that will help our veterans build confidence as they search for a way to transition back to civilian life. They can't do this alone, and they need your help. Go to the VSPchannel.com, their homepage, and right on there you'll see a link to Kickstarter. And to learn more about their life-saving campaign, just click on it. We need everyone to make this campaign go viral. Be sure to like them on the VSP Channel Facebook page. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and I'm out of breath. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Charlene, founder and president for Battle Buddy Info and the executive director of a nonprofit ministry, Sunshine After Rain. That sounds like a song. But, Bill, you, you have a question? Well, uh, Gary, in the last segment, uh, I think uh, Charlene hit it right on the head when she was talking about basic uh, education that, uh, that the Battle Buddy Info is involved in helping our veterans. And, uh, you know, one comes to mind that's so important, so significant, Charlene, is being able to access the health care system in the VA. And this is what our veterans have to depend upon. You know, there are 22.5 million veterans in our country and about 8.5 who are enrolled in the system. That's less than one half much less than one half. So this can create frustrations for our veterans when they enter a uh, uh, local CBOC community-based uh, uh, clinic or they go into a, a, uh, a veterans uh, medical center. And uh, understanding, and I think you uh, expounded on this to a degree, that the great uh, majority of our veterans now are coming from the remote and uh, uh, rural areas in our country where these services are not available to them. So if you would expound just a little bit on that basic education, that lack of information that the Battle Buddy Info and you are so much playing a, a significant role. Well, we have such a, a passion for... Uh, information and connections and community and making sure, again, that people are connected. But that's why we are really, like I touched on earlier, many veterans aren't seeking or their caregivers aren't seeking assistance until it's 911. They don't enroll in the medical system, in the, in the Veterans uh, Affairs medical system until they're having a, a medical crisis, whatever that may be, whether it's uh, PTS issues or, um, you know, medical issues or traumatic brain injury issues, they're not, they're not just getting a, a, a head start and then they get bogged down in it. And we've all, you know, been made aware of the, the tragic 
um, stories that where people aren't being able to get a, an appointment for three months, for six months, for just unheard of uh, amounts of time. So we really encourage everybody, enroll, take advantage of the benefits. People, uh, every single day, I have to practically whack somebody up upside the head or tell them to drop and give me 20 because they say, well, I don't, I don't want to take, I don't want to take that benefit because that's taking away from somebody who needs it worse than I do. Mm-hmm. And if I take it, then it means someone else won't get to have that. And I'm like, you don't understand your service. When you signed on that dotted line, you paid for this benefit. And that's a really hard um, piece of the puzzle is, is communicating that understanding. This isn't a handout. Um, this isn't some thing that you're taking away from another soldier that could access that but now won't be able to because there's not enough to go around. I mean, we really drive that home, and we and uh, we get the bureaucracy, we get the negative uh, media impact. We we understand, you know, we 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 can't say we understand it because you know we're we're civilians, but we do understand that communication and information is key. So we say. Go to your veteran service officers. Many of the, the Dallas County veteran service officers in our surrounding counties, they're all veterans. And we're like, they know what you're going through. They know how to navigate the system. They're your battle buddy. And um, when we started de- developing the website, it was our military liaison. When we were trying to figure out what to name it, he said, well, we are the battle buddy. I mean, he said, that's a term. Everybody is going to know what that means. We're the person that sticks by you and gets you through and tries to get you on down the road, and we got your back. So, um, you know, we're really advocating for get enrolled, get connected with your veteran service officer, um, connect with the community, Every post nine eleven veteran I've met, not a one of them was even knew what IAVA was. And IAVA, Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America, they are the largest advocacy group of post nine eleven veterans in the United States. That's They've correct. got it going on, and they're not just advocating in Washington D.C., but they have a rapid referral response to where when a post nine eleven post nine eleven veteran gets signed up with them, they'll partner. If you're having an issue, whatever that issue is, um, whether it's just trying to find something in your community, they will partner an individual with you to walk you through it and to get you the service or the assistance that you need. And nobody knows better than somebody that's been through the same experiences. So we say, you know, we have a whole list of organizations and information. We're like, okay, you need to go to this place. You need to go to this. You need to sign up here. Sign up here. Go visit these people. Go visit. And it's really life-changing for well, them Charlotte. because... 
that that's so important and i think what i'm hearing from you and what i've always believed that every war era has some things that are very specific and indigenous to those individuals who serve. I mean, there were certain uh, common issues with our World War II veterans when they came back, and that created in large uh, measure uh, a lot of the veteran service organizations we we had. The, the Korean War, it's special uh, kinds of situation. In Vietnam, uh, I, I served in Vietnam, and that, that's where, you know, the post-traumatic stress and the TBI, and then the, from the Gulf to the uh, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. So it's nice to have those uh, organizations that are contemporaneously looking at those individuals who have served. And I know with the job that, that you are doing and the organization in, uh, the, uh, that you're involved in, Charlene, there must be some success stories that you have that I'm sure that you can uh, share with us in terms of how this has been, uh, uh, this journey has been very positive. Definitely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would, uh, I mean, this is a, a good case in point, is I was at the Veteran Resource Center, and it's run by the Homeless Veteran Services of Dallas. There's a great group, all volunteers. Um, the leadership are all career military, retired, um, Vietnam-era veterans and Gulf War-era veterans. They're doing a tremendous job in the community, but they're the old guard. And so when post-9-11 guys come down from the VA, because the VA will send them to the Veteran Resource Center and say, well, go talk to, you know, those guys down there and see if they can, you know, point you in the right direction. So we had a post-9-11 guy come in, and we're the fallback. So these the old guards, like, uh, you're post-9-11, go see the Battle Buddy Girls. So they... This guy came comes in. He was in the VA uh, in a, a treatment program for PTS and seeking, you know, information. And so he came in, sat down. And I and he introduced himself. I introduced myself and told me what he was, what he was, what was going on. And I said, number one, first thing, because I've done the assist suicide prevention training. I said, are you in danger of? hurting yourself or someone else. And he said, no, I'm, I'm in treatment. I think I'm, you know, I'm good on that front. But that's another thing is people are scared. Do they think, well, if you're going to say the word suicide, then you're going to put that idea in their head. And that's not the case. But so I asked him, are you in danger of hurting yourself or someone else? No. I said, okay, well, what, uh, do you have transportation? Yes. Do you have uh, a community of of people around you? No. Do you have any friends that are veterans? No. Um, so I start down my list. Have you talked to your veteran service officer? No. What is that? So I go through. Have you signed up for IAVA? No. What is that? Um, and I said, well, you know, there's a big uh, military suicide advocacy group in Dallas. It's uh, called 22 Kill. And I said, have you connected with the 22 kill folks? And he was like, no, what is that? Well, this guy went that day, left the VA, went over to the 22 kill office, 
got connected with those guys, got connected with IAVA, got connected with Team Rubicon. Got He connected with all these uh, service providers, and he is doing fantastic. He, there's a big veterans in business network group that was meeting the following day, and I said, Come out here. There's nonprofits there. There's other veterans that are in business. You're in transition. You're looking for employment. Come out. You know, people are always, these guys, they've always got jobs or know somebody. You've got to plug back into that to your people. He came, uh, you know, went, it was before um, Veterans Day. He went and volunteered the next day and helped veterans you know, build a veteran's uh, house. They were building a ramp for a veteran's house. He came back the next the next Friday. So really to have watched this guy, this young guy, um, go from being isolated, disconnected, um, kind of lost his purpose, infantry man, just kind of untethered, just, man, he is on fire. He shows up. Wow and is networked and connecting people and seeing um, what's happening in in the community. And he volunteered. We participate. uh, We organize the the veteran services for the largest uh, homeless Christmas event in the nation. Over 18,000 people participated. Probably between 700 and 1,000 of that 18,000 were veterans. So we coordinated the community partners, and we had veterans come to volunteer to serve veterans. So here's our star um, from the Resource Center comes and volunteers, is there at 5, at uh, I would say uh, 0500, which I continually get corrected, it's 0500, and um, he shows up. Anyway, he had partnered with a Vietnam era veteran to help him, you know, go through the convention center and receive the services. And he said, man, I talked to this guy. This was a master sergeant in Vietnam. And I said, what happened? How did a man of your position and authority get here to where he was, you know, in the underserved community or homeless? And the guy said, you know, I just wasn't, I just wasn't paying attention to my stuff. I just wasn't watching. So it gave this this young um, soldier an opportunity to say, boy, you really got to stay on it. You really, the importance of taking care every day and not isolating and not just sucking it up and soldiering on, but to really... Uh, make an impact. It made an impact on that Vietnam era veteran, and it made an impact on him. And that's really, again, we're out to change the world. We might just do it one soldier at a time, but we are going to change the world. That's right. You know, time is flying here. We we have a break coming up. And do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. And by the way, he even beats the pants off um, uh, PayPal. Um, They are a national company, 
And Josh Cole is the owner. Give him a call right now. That's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407-401-0772. That's 407-401-0772. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel. And we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Charlene. And uh, Bill, you had a question when we were on break. Why don't you go ahead and. Yes, uh, Gary and Charlene, I I would be remiss if we didn't put a plug in for our women veterans. You know, we've talked about, uh, for the most part, the guys and, you know, getting uh, them up to date. But, you know, my experience is that that it's maybe sometimes it's even a little bit more difficult getting our women veterans to come forward to to, uh, engage in some of these uh, projects that you've got in mind uh, and you're doing for their help and uh, you know they, they've got some tough situations they've been through that uh, needs help and assistance also. Can you tell us how the Battle Buddy Info is helping uh, with our women veterans? Sure, I will. Um, again, our experience in dealing with women, female veterans is many of them won't even call themselves a veteran especially if they were not deployed to a combat zone. They can be career military, have served 10 to 20 years, and they still hesitate to say, I'm a veteran, uh, just for whatever, for whatever reason. There's, there's a tremendous amount of um, issues that are going in, on in that community. There are great 
national organizations that we have listed on our site specifically addressing female veteran needs um, that are doing the job on, you know, kind of the boots on the ground uh, people and organizations that are networking with these female veterans and seeing that they transition. We've got a great uh, program here in Dallas called Boots to Heels that assists uh, women coming out of the military to transition to civilian life and just with all kinds of job skills and and self-worth skills and, and, and making that, that goal easier. Uh, there's also organizations listed on our site that deal with uh, MST. And if you don't know what that is, uh, maybe you don't need to know what that is, but if you do know what that is, then uh, there are there are organizations out there that specifically address those needs. Definitely. So, um, we are again the kind of the resource for resources. We are the little tiny uh, phone book that could. We're at battle dash buddy dot info, and um, we take every uh, comment and criticism into consideration uh, where people have said, well, this should probably be split out or this would be more helpful. Again, we're here to assist the end user. We're not, we're not here to uh, make some big appeal and tell you why you need to be able to find resources. The people that are looking for resources know they're hard to find. So we, we want to, um, you know, emphasize that we are for the end user, not the, uh, not the donor. There's no, uh, there's no ads on our site. There's no, uh, compelling, um, here's 10 reasons why you should give money to us because we are the military. Battle Buddy Info is the military initiative of the uh, faith-based nonprofit Sunshine After Rain, and that's at sunshineafterrain.org. So even that, you know, we don't promote the Battle Buddy site on our Sunshine After Rain site because we kind of just, like, put all of our efforts and intentions in, in getting the, the resources to the, the people that are, that are looking for them, and certainly our female veteran population is, is one of them. There's tons of... Uh, resources out there oh, and yes. anybody our our telephone number is listed on the bottom our military liaison's personal number is listed our caregiver uh, director's number is listed on there we answer the phone um, uh, 24 hours a day seven days a week if you have a if you have an issue or you can't find something we're happy to to try to make the connection and help you um, uh Find those find those resources that are out there. Right, you know what we'd like to do uh, if if it's okay. Um, uh, have you ever heard of the name Wendy Buckingham? Mm-mm, no, but that, okay. She's, who, she's how do a, I need to meet her? Uh, Wendy Buckingham is pretty high up in the National uh, Purple Heart. And uh, she handles all the women's issues. You do, and do not have to be a Purple Heart recipient to receive those from her. Uh, she has helped a lot of women vets. Um, in fact, if you ever go to the national site and look up uh, Wendy Buckingham, uh, you'll see she's got a whole list of uh, resources for oh, the female veterans. And I could set you up, uh, introduce you two together. Oh, sure. Um, We'd appreciate she's a, it. She's a wonderful young lady, and and uh, uh, she's she has a voice. 
okay, and what what needs to be done. Well, so, that's that, right. We're always yeah. that's you know again we're the little engine that could, and we we are in places that there's no way I can explain how it got there other than a soldier took our stack of cards. And our, his caregiver took our stack of cards and passed them out at the next, um, you know, VSO event or um, Veterans Day parade or you know VA hospital, uh, wherever. So they're they're all across the country. I mean, and and even our military liaison approached somebody in San Antonio that had on a uniform and said, "Hey, I'd like to tell you about, you know, our." Military Resource Directory, the guy pulled out a card, and he said, is this it? And our military liaison goes, well, how did you get that card? And he said, well, um, you know, our commanding officer on post hands them out to everybody before they go on leave. He was from Seoul, Seoul, Korea. All right. So we're like, how in the world did they get to Korea? (laughs) Don't know, but... They're getting they're getting around and That's right. uh, so Great. it's a big well, Charlotte, a big yeah, help definitely. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, uh, Charlene. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? I would like to say that uh, every uh, everything that you do to connect with an organization or connect. Uh, to another person in the military community makes a difference. You never know what little piece of information that you might drop, um, whether it's a Battle Buddy info card or uh, it's the name of an organization like IAVA. You never know how far that that's going to take that person towards getting reconnected and reintegrated and making a smooth uh, a smooth transition. If That's anybody true. wants to, um, you know, have a supply of Battle Buddy cards, uh, if you're a nonprofit and you take uh, getaways for soldiers and their families, just uh, shoot us an email at battle-buddy at sbcglobal.net. Everyone's email is listed on our website. Again, that's battle-buddy.info. And just request some cards. We send them out for free. Send you a little package and and spread the word because um, you can help and you can make a difference. That's right. Well, again, um, Charlene, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. And, uh, Bill, I want to thank you for being the co-host. And again, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 right on our website. And you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America and we truly do.